and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Right? <laughs> Amen. The truth shall make you free. In, um, in Thessalonians, it talks about that God sent them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie because they did not receive a love for the truth. A love for the truth. And, and, and Jesus says this. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So the truth is, is not just like, uh, for example, some people will say, well, Acts 2.38 is the truth. Mm, not necessarily. The truth is Jesus. The truth is not a doctrine. It's a person. It's Jesus Christ. It's God manifest in the flesh. That's why you could speak Acts 2.38 and, and be lost because you're not doing in, in the name, in the character, in the nature of Jesus Christ. And so it's, it's him. It's, it's Jesus. It's everything that he is. And so uh, he is the word made flesh. Right. So he is the logos. He is God's intent, God's mind, his his everything in human form. It's it's literally the word of God. And so uh, the word of God was walking with us and, and did all these things. And so we have to receive a love for every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That has to be what we love, that what we yeah, what we love. Um, my English sounded kind of weird there. I don't know why it sounded weird. Maybe it was right, and that sounded weird to me. But anyway, uh, but we got to receive a, a love for the Word of God um, because it's the Word, which is the truth, right, which, which is Jesus Christ. That's what sets us free. My feelings don't set me free. It's the Word that sets me free. And so I want to, I, I want to, uh, not I, but, but just even in what we, uh, just the, the, the feelings and experience of the presence of God, we must make sure that the word is what roots us and grounds us and what we love more than anything. And so it's my love for the word and faith in the word that brings the emotions with it. Amen. So God's not against emotion. He gave, I believe emotions are a part of it, a part of who we are. But that can't be what I love. I've got to love the Word. And when I love the Word and believe the Word and, and walk in the Word, absolutely there's emotions that will come with it. Praise God. And so, um, so it's, it's the Word of God. But, so let's just go here. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. I think I'm down probably to 11 minutes now. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Uh, just pausing right there, that I believe is the, what grace does. Grace doesn't just give you a license to sin. Grace teaches you something. It's a teacher. Uh, it appears, it brings you to salvation, and this is how it does it. It actually teaches you to change. It teaches you to turn. So people say, well, I'm, I'm just saved by grace. I don't have to do anything. No, that's not the grace of God. The grace of God is a teacher. It's going to lead you into truth. It's going to change you and transform you. And so it teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust, but that's God's grace doing it. It's not me. It's not my ability. It's not my righteousness. It's the grace of God. 
And then he says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. My Lord, there's so much in here. Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Oh, wow. Okay, and in verse 15, so these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. So these are the things that we need to speak, that we need to be exhorted in, that this God, our great God and our Savior gave himself for us. But there is a purpose behind it that he would redeem us from iniquity. He wanted to purchase me from all of my iniquity. So God, this great God's purpose was to get me out of my iniquity, get me out of my wickedness, get me out of, of my wrong thinking, my wrong attitudes, my wrong actions, my own self-will, being led by my flesh. He wanted to redeem me out of that. Praise God. Not, he, didn't, he didn't appear to condemn me for it. He appeared to redeem me from it. That's a big deal. <laughs> and purify self a peculiar people, a special people. Um, he wanted me to be pure, pure, um, and special to him. Uh, how many of you all are special to God? You, you, I mean, you should, how many of you are special to God? Like, you're really special. Like, you're not just, you're, yeah, amen. You've got to believe this. You've got to believe this, that you are special to God. You're peculiar to God. Um, that's why he came, to set you apart, to redeem us. And then he says this, and then, so he does all that. He redeems me from my iniquity. He purifies me, right? He makes me a peculiar people. And then because of that, it makes me zealous of good works, Right? So it's not my good works that gives me those things. It's not my good works that redeem me. It's not my good works that make me pure. That's not what does it. But it's because of those things that gives me a zeal for good works. This is why we have to believe this stuff. And so he's telling us, speak these things. Exhort these things. Make sure people understand that this is who you are. Because when you understand that, it will give you a zeal to do the will of God. It will give you an excitement to do those things that he has called us to do. And so you won't do it out of condemnation because I'm afraid he's going to condemn me. I'll do it because I am special, because I am holy. That's why I want to live this way, because he has redeemed me from all of my iniquity. I'm going to live clean. I'm going to live righteous. I'm going to walk and, and live soberly uh, in this present world because I am special. I am special. Um, and that's not pride. I'm, I'm special. So just declaring that over yourself. Uh, we have a lot of people that struggle with low self-esteem and, and self-hatred. But this says you're a peculiar people unto him. Like 
So a, a purify a, unto himself a peculiar people. That's amazing that, that the great God and Savior Jesus Christ thinks you're special. Even if nobody else thinks you're special, you've got to be persuaded God thinks you're special. And that has to be enough. The reason that's not enough is we don't believe it. When we're allowing other voices to speak louder than the word of God, when we don't receive a love for this truth, this becomes what I believe. How I live my life, what I say about me is based on what the word says about me. It's not even what I say about me because I was wrong. I've got, I was in iniquity. What I say about others is wrong. What I say about myself is wrong. But what the word says about me is true. This is why you don't, don't say anything over you that the word doesn't say. Don't say stuff like that. Um, we say things like, oh, I'm just a sinner. You're, if you've been born again, no, you're not. You're not. That's, that's, you've got to declare things. If you're a sinner, you can't be righteous. But if, if the word says I'm righteous, that I've been born again of incorruptible seed, means the seed that has given me new life, it can't be corrupted. I've got to believe those things. When I believe those things, it makes me zealous for good works. <laughs> Praise God. It's not the other way around. Uh, how many minutes I got? Ten minutes left? All right, we're moving. I'm moving quickly. Sorry. Chapter 3, put them in mind to be, so if I could say, I believe that this is just a continuation of chapter 2. This is chapter 2, verse 16, but it's called chapter 3. So because of all this, right, because I'm zealous for good works, because I'm peculiar, I'm special, I'm purified, well then, Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and the powers and obey magistrates and to be ready to every good work. He's continuing the same thought that my submission to authorities, it comes easily because I know who I am. I, I don't have to prove myself by being in rebellion. I don't have to prove myself by being loud and boisterous and no, I'm, no, I'm, I, I, I'm peculiar to God. If nobody else thinks it, if nobody else recognizes it, it doesn't matter. I, I can submit. I can be humble. I can be meek. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to buck against the things of, uh, uh, that are going on. But I can be subject to these things. And so there's a lot of people right now, a lot of Christians, believers, that are fighting against or speaking against principalities and powers. This is not talking about spiritual, spiritual principalities. It's not talking about demons and stuff like that. It's talking about magistrates, talking about uh, human government that God has set up. And, God's, and, and the reason people rebel and, and do those things is because they don't know who they are. They don't recognize I'm special to God. I'm peculiar. So when we know those things, I'm settled in that. I, I, don't, I don't have to get upset. Uh, so little quick promo, little political thing right here. I don't have to worry about who gets in office November 3rd. It doesn't affect me. I'm peculiar because of what my great God and Savior already did for me. It doesn't matter who the people vote in the office. That has no effect on me. That has no effect on my joy. I'm zealous for good works because of what Jesus did, not because of 
who's in office, what they say. That stuff is messing with the people of God too much. It's, it's on our mind too much. That's because we're not receiving a love for the truth. We're not receiving a love for God's word and letting that establish who I am. Praise God. Uh, and so then in verse 2, look at that. To speak evil of no man. To be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. I'm not supposed to speak evil of any man. Um, not because they're good. It all goes back to what God did for me. <laughs> because he gave himself to redeem me from all of my iniquity. He, he gave himself to redeem me from speaking evil of people. He, re, he, he gave himself to redeem me from being in rebellion against authority. He, he gave himself to redeem me from being a brawler and being a fighter and not being meek. That's why he gave himself for me. And so now I'm able to be zealous, excited about living this way. And so if I'm speaking evil of people, if I have a problem with speaking negative things and evil things about people, it, it doesn't mean that you need to just bite your lip and mm, try not to say it. No, you need to receive a love for the truth of who God says you are. Because if I know that, if I look for that, if I recognize that, it's, it tells me he's going to make me zealous for these good things. There will be an excitement that will grow in me to do this stuff. And, and not in my own strength, but what he says before, it's the grace of God that does it through me. It's God's grace that teaches me this stuff and leads me into it and uh, manifests it in me. Because I know, praise God, who, who I am in him. Um, all right. I'm sorry. I'm probably, what are we at? Seven minutes. I don't have a watch here. We're moving quickly. I'm sorry. Somebody said 15, <laughs> right? <laughs> we're, going, we're going the wrong way. That's all right. All right. Um, verse 3, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. So these people that you're speaking evil about, you were just like them. You were doing the same things that they're doing that now you're speaking evil about them for and judging them for them, getting upset and frustrated because they're doing the same things that you did. And the same things that you would still be doing, except if it weren't for your great God and Savior who redeemed you from all of your iniquity. <laughs> Praise God. And so he says we were sometimes foolish. Anybody here was foolish? Did some foolish stuff. Ah, Sometimes I just have memories of my foolishness. Like, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Disobedient. I knew to do right and just didn't do it. And then, so there's stuff I knew to do and didn't do it. And then there's other stuff where you were just deceived. You were leaving a lie. <laughs> you were just, your thinking was wrong. That's who we are. Those, are. those are the people he's saying, don't speak evil of those people. She said, well, they know to do right, and they should do better. That was you. Well, they're deceived. That was you. <laughs> they're just foolish. They're fools. 
That was you. That was me. Sorry. Me. <laughs> I ain't pointing fingers. Right? Serving divers' lust and pleasures. Living in malice and envy. Hateful and hating one another. This is describing the stuff that he has redeemed us from. So if I'm hateful and hating somebody, that is not the will of God. He's redeemed me from that. He doesn't want me to be envious. He doesn't want me to have malice. He doesn't want me to be serving divers' lusts and pleasures. That is amazing. Serving them, like following them. What can I do for you? This lust that's in the flesh and just looking to serve it and follow it and honor it and give it what it wants. He's redeemed us from that. I, I don't have to serve lust anymore. I've been redeemed. I'm no longer in bondage to what I feel. Some might say, well, I'm just, I just, oh, that's just the way I feel. That's just, that's okay. He's redeemed you from that. He's, he's, he's brought you out of that. Praise God. And then, so verse 4, just he reiterates it. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Just in case you thought it was because of you, he wants to remind us, it's not by works of righteousness which we have done. But according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Comma, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. There's so much just right in there. We're not going to break it all down. But needless to say, it's good. <laughs> it's good. All that you have, you didn't work for it. You didn't earn it. You didn't get it because you did everything right. You were disobedient. You were foolish. You were hateful. You envied. You had malice. But God appeared in your life, and his grace was released in you, and he had mercy on you. Praise God. And he's now redeemed you. He's bought you away from your sins and your iniquity. He's purified you and he said you're special. Man, I love it. I love it. I love it. And so because of that, it gives me an excitement to do his will. It gives me a, a zealousness to serve him. And so I don't need to try and conjure up more emotion to, oh, let me just get excited. No, I need to believe it more. I need to love the truth more. I need to get into the word and let that word get into my heart and hide it in my heart more. And as I believe it, as I walk in it, that will produce the excitement. So if you're kind of lacking, kind of falling off, Get into the word. Love the word of God. Let God speak to you through his word. Pray over the word and just talk to God. God, I, I see what that says. Help me to believe it. I, I believe that. I declare that. That's who I am. I'm not what I think. I'm not what I feel, but I'm who you say that I am. Manifest 
said in me, I thank you for your grace that has appeared to me and it's teaching me to not be ungodly, to not uh, follow my lust. Praise God. Amen. Um, okay, where are we at? We got a minute left. <laughs> We're over time. But praise God. Uh, there was more I wanted, I felt just to get to, but it's just the goodness of God. It's and, uh, and, 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 here's, and here's, you know, the battle, right? Because we face a battle. Um, and our primary battle is ourselves. <laughs> Battling me. Um, I could punch myself in the face and, uh, <laughs> and beat my flesh. But don't do that. But um, our battle is, our, is ourselves. And, and the enemy will come and speak things. And our flesh will quickly agree with it. We'll quickly amen him. We're the devil's amen corner. Our flesh is. And, um, but your only antidote for that is the word of God. That's the only thing that overcomes it is the word of God. And, and, it's, and, it's, and we talk about this, but it's not, it's not my feelings. It's not my thoughts. But it's the word of God. And so really declaring that word and not, not just speaking it to speak it, but you don't even have to speak much, but just what enough to believe, you know, believe uh, what that word says. Could we just go to one more scripture, please? Is that okay? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but um, the youth aren't up yet, so we're, we're okay. Um, Philippians chapter 2. You knew that? Come on. Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. Um, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bows and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men, being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself, became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross." Therefore, God also has highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Verse 12, wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. <laughs> so do all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Is that us? Among whom, guess what we do? We complain? No. You shine as lights in the world, holding forth the Word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in 
vain. Praise God. And so, so much in there. But he says, we need to have the same mind that was in Jesus Christ. I need to have that same mind in me. Praise God. And so to have that mind, guess what? I need to know his word to understand his word. I need to get the word in me so I can allow it to become the way that I think. That's literally what he's saying. saying. I want you to think the way Jesus thinks. Let his mind be in you. So the way Jesus thought about stuff, that's the way I need to think about stuff. And the way I know that is by his word. And so I study him not to just put him on a pedestal, but I study him so that I can know how I'm supposed to live and think. Praise God. And so I let his mind be in me. And then it says, it goes on, I'm skipping a whole lot, but verse 13, it's God that works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It's God working in me. It's God working in you. Not just doing it, but he's the one who gives you the desire to do it. He does it all. That's awesome. So if you have any desire to do anything for the Lord, that's him. (laughs) And guess what? Same one who gave you the desire is the same one who will give you the power to do it. So you can rest assured That every godly desire that I have in me, the same power that's doing that is the same power that will finish it. (laughs) He'll he'll accomplish it in me. Um, The struggle is our flesh kind of gets in the way. Sometimes we get in between the will and the doing. (laughs) We let our mind get in there where we're like, oh, I want to do it, but I don't think I can. Stop it. Get out of the way. Deny yourself. It's God that's working in me. It's God that's putting this hunger in me. It's God that's putting this passion in me to do these things. And so, God, I trust you. You're going you're gonna to work it through. You're going to accomplish your will in me. You're going to finish the work that you've begun. We've got to speak these things over ourselves. I'm sorry. So we're, we're about done. Uh, how about we stand? Maybe that will help me finish quicker. No, it's all good. We, I, I need to finish because the Holy Ghost is telling me it's, it's time. But, um, but he says, 14, do all things without murmurings and disputings. Right? And, and so many things in here. It's amazing because I, I think of these. These are symptoms. If I'm murmuring and disputing and complaining, it's a symptom that something is off. <laughs> it doesn't mean, hey, just don't murmur. No, something I, I'm not seeing correctly there's something I've missed and and maybe I'm trying to do stuff in my own flesh as opposed to him doing it through me because if it's him giving me the will and it's him doing it there's no complaining it's freedom it's peace it's it's all good and so just I'm sorry getting back to this just loving him loving his word and and in the midst of a crooked generation Crooked and perverse generation, you know what our job is? What's our job to do in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation? Chapter 5, verse 15, to shine as lights in the world. That's it. That's it. So don't get frustrated because, oh, our country is getting so dark. Don't get scared because, oh, 
what's going to happen? We're going to shine. That's what's going to happen. We're going to shine. And so no matter what happens, no matter who or what, no matter what you go through in your day, have the mind of Jesus Christ that we're just going to shine. We're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let his light shine in me. Praise God. There's a little song that says, right, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Amen. And I think there's like another verse to this where it says, everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. Are there more verses to it? What else is there? Is there another one? All in my home. <laughs> we could probably make up verses to it, but praise God. What an opportunity we have. What, what an exciting time to, to allow the light of Jesus, his love, his redemption, his power, his grace to just shine through us. I don't see pressure in here. Those scriptures we read, I don't see pressure. I don't see judgment. I don't see condemnation. I see a God that loves us and says, you're special. You're mine. I've saved you. I've redeemed you. Now let that shine through you. <laughs> let it shine. Yeah, there's darkness. Yeah, it's wicked. Yeah, there's evil men. But don't worry about them. Just get your eyes on me. Get your mind on me. Focus on me and just let me shine through you. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we close our eyes? Why don't we lift our hands right now? Let's receive the word of the Lord. Maybe there's something in here that the Holy Ghost just quickens in us and your heart 